Welcome to Realoran International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. Welcome to Realoran. I'm so glad that you have joined me today for our look at seeing God. You know, uh, many have seen God throughout the generations. God arrives to announce His person, His love, and His purpose for all creation. The outcome is remaining fruit produced by labor and love, planted and grown from truth, duty, responsibility, and love. I'm glad that you have settled down for this lesson. Many, many people have seen God. We're going to go through a list of people that have seen Almighty God throughout the scriptures, as stated. Uh, the Lord appeared to Abram, Genesis 12:7. The Lord once again appears to Abram, Genesis 17, 1 through 4. Once again, the Lord appears to Abram. Genesis 18, 1 through 2. The Lord appears to Isaac. Genesis 26, 1 through 3. The Lord appears to Isaac again in Genesis 26, 24 through 25. Jacob sees God. Genesis 32, 22 through 30. Moses sees God. Exodus 3, 16 through 17. The glory of the Lord appears, Exodus 16.10. Moses, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and 70 elders of Israel see God, Exodus 24.10-11. Moses and God were communicated face to face, Exodus 33.11. The glory of the Lord appears, Leviticus 9.23, the glory of the Lord appears again, Numbers 14.10. The Lord is seen face to face, Numbers 14.14. 14. The glory of the Lord appears once again, Numbers 16.19. The glory of the Lord appears once again, Numbers 16.42. Once again, we see the glory of the Lord appearing, Numbers 26. We have a vision of the Almighty, Numbers 24, 1 through 4. We see another vision of the Almighty, Numbers 24, 15 through 16. We have another face-to-face -face encounter, Deuteronomy 5, 1 through 4. We see the Lord appearing once again in Deuteronomy 31:15. The Lord appears to Samuel, 1 Samuel 3:21. The Lord appears to Solomon, 1 Kings 3:5. The Lord appears once again to Solomon, 1 Kings 9:1 through 2. The Lord appears once again to Solomon, 1 Kings 11:9. The Lord appears to David, King David, 2 Chronicles 3.1. The Lord appears to Solomon, 2 Chronicles 7.12. Stephen sees the glory of the Lord, Acts 7.55-56. I wanted to share with you my story about seeing God. 
back in 2001, I was a victim of uh, domestic violence and I had my cranium was crushed and my skeletal system shifted and I was a mess. I was a medical uh, mess and they could not put me back together again. And I had suffered, the, the assault happened in 1998, June actually, and my pain uh, lasted for three solid years and I didn't know how to put it out, neither did the doctors because medical science is brilliant and they get their brilliance from the brilliant one, the creator of existence. But they didn't have any uh, medical uh, technology to put a cranium back together again. And I, I was hopeless and the only hope that I had they gave me was that they would manage my pain with medicine. The only problem with medicine is that it begins to wear off. The more they prescribe, the more you take, the more you take, the sicker you get. You lose your life in medicine. Your body begins to wither and to, to become frail. You know, the liver is uh, impacted from all the medical drugs they give you. And uh, I went to all different avenues to put out my pain, but I couldn't find any. And I kept praying to God. And then I went on to uh, illegal substances to put out my pain. And then I, from the illegal substances, I had to go into alcohol to reduce the effects of the illegal drugs. And it, it was a vicious nightmare. I was on a treadmill of death going a hundred miles per hour. And my condition was declining rapidly for three solid years. And one day I said to the Lord, I said, please heal me or kill me because I can't live this way anymore. It just is impossible to live with this kind of pain radiating through your whole body nonstop. One great day in 2001, actually April of 2001, the Lord walked right through my cottage walls that I had rented him and his heavenly host. And, and they began to go around the cottage and I was just staring at them at the ones that stand within the invisible realm over the earth, the ones that have made heaven, the ones that have made earth. And then one walked in behind the Son of God, and I just watched him. He was very different. He looked a little older than Jesus, but very astute and, and, and sophisticated, to say the least. And he had a... he had. He had generations I could see in his face that were, as he walked, he walked, he had a very perfect posture. And as he walked, I could see the generations in his face. And then I could see the deep sorrow within his heart. And I just kept watching him. Of all the ones in the crowd, my eyes went to him. And he sat down on my green velvet futon I had. And I ran over to him, and I just knew he was the father. And I said, you're the father. And I reached out to hug him around his waist, because he's very thick, barrel-chested, and very astute. And I cried and cried and cried. And when I wrapped my hands around him, my hands went right through him. And I was startled as I looked at him, because he looks very solid and thick. But he's spirit. He's spirit, and you can go right through spirit. We're made of flesh until we leave. Our spirit 
comes out of our body and we go into our eternal decision, either heaven with God or hell separated from God. And uh, so I, I was just weeping and weeping in his arms. And I looked up and I was astounded uh, when I saw this huge, beautiful crown upon his head. It was it was magnificent and large and, and full of jewelry. And I was a little shocked, you know, because I never thought of God as one that would wear a huge crown like that or be so sophisticated, you know. I would always just talk to God and I would read my Bible and I only knew in part uh, about God until he was revealing another dimension of himself to me as God, the one that sits on the throne and rules uh, the heavens and the earth and all of creation. But I could see within him deep, deep sorrow, and I was wanting to know what was wrong with him. And as I looked over, you know, I was looking at his crown, and I looked over, I saw the Son of God right next to me, and he was he was wearing a white vesture, and it was dipped in blood, just as the book of Revelation tells us. And his name is Jesus. He is the Word of God. And because of the the, the bloodshed of Jesus... He made God my Father, do you see? Through the blood of Jesus. He, he reconciles us to God. And so I was able to see God. And I was very concerned about what was wrong with God. And to make a long story short, you know, I got to go into heaven and, and God taught me many, many things about life that I had no idea of. And you can find those things that he taught me all the way through realaron.org. But specifically, just that encounter that I had with Almighty God is in Real God. It's a great book, and it's been written so you can know him too, as well as the Bible that has been written for us. And um, But his great sorrow, his great sorrow was the fact that he looks upon his earth that are so gone away from him. And uh, I, I said, what do you mean, God? He said, well, I, I communicated my person and my creation and my boundaries, my laws and my statutes to humanity in a book called the Bible. And he says, no one reads it anymore. He said, and the world has forsaken me. They have made me in their image, instead of knowing who I really am by knowing the Bible and coming into my image, they have made me in their image and have have gone down in life. He said, I want to turn things around. I want to get the attention of humanity, and then I want humanity to repent of their sin and to ask me to forgive them and to come into my arms and let me be their father and their God. And then I want them to get a book called the Bible, the Bible, my book, and I want them to read it. King James Version is the purest form from the original intent in Hebrew and original language in the Greek. And I want all people internationally to begin to read my book on a daily basis and to connect with me every morning as individuals, to sit down and have quiet time with me where we can, we can sit and we can, I can teach them. In the book of John chapter six, 
uh, verse 45, it says that all people will be taught of God. And we know in the book of John, chapter 14, that Jesus has given us and gives us the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, to teach us all things. So when we sit down every day in the morning and say, Father, I'm here to know you, to know you. Because in the book of John, chapter 17, verse 3, it says, to know you and your Son, Jesus Christ, is eternal life. So I'm here to know you, and I'm here to know who I am and what I'm supposed to be on this planet. I want to know about life. And he will come and sit with you and teach you as you read through the Bible. And he wants that to continue until you're gone, into your eternal location called heaven. He doesn't want to lose one person on the earth. His desire is for all people to come to the knowledge of the truth. 1 Timothy 2.4 And be saved from his eternal wrath and separation from him where the rebellious are perishing. And, and they, the, the, it is a horrible mess in hell and then onto the lake of fire where they never stop burning and the devils never stop tormenting them. And God doesn't want this for anyone. He, he takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but he's asking everyone to come back to him because God made you to be his. You are his masterpiece as the sky is his masterpiece, the, the clouds, the rain, the moon, the sun, the stars. You know, he made 10 million colors. 10 million colors, and there's 4 million species of flowers. We have 37.2 trillion um, taste buds. The earth is 4.5 billion years old. But you know, he is altogether real. He's real God, as is the name of my book. You're going to love that book, and you're going to love God, and you're going to grow into the image of Jesus by spending time with him daily in his word. And get yourself a notebook and just get to know God. And he will get to know you. And you too will have a beautiful, beautiful relationship. And you know, we're standing in a time of life. Here it is 2020. It's uh, April. And we have the coronavirus. And it is a photograph of the love of God for his creation to get their attention, to turn all people back to him and to know him and get the, get the Bible and begin to read it as we are commanded to and to turn from our sins and to reform our lives, to reform our cities and our nations and our state and to keep that reformation all the way until we enter into eternity. Good night. Welcome to Realeron International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God.